Hey, this is your brother Van Silk. Today is Sunday, is it? Yes, today is Sunday. Oh, God, it's the weekend. It's the weekend. You can now check me out now on Spotify for Spotcasters. First season was so-and-so. Second season, I'm trying to grow it. You know, you also go check Not In My House With Van Silk on Rumble.com. Rumble.com, man. YouTube. Not In My House With Van Silk. Okay. Let's talk about the disrespect that I see a lot of people doing on YouTube. I want to have a conversation about Rick Ross and DJ Envy. And uh, let's talk about Shannon Sharp and Kwame Brown. I, I thought that um, social media was about networking, growing, passing information, helping each other, you know, uh, you know, showing us each other things and, you know, enlighten us up on, you know, information. But it seems like social media has turned for the worse. That's why I say culture media is greater than social media. It seems like it's turned for the worse. It seems like everybody today gets off the negativity on social media. A lot of the big uh, podcasters in the black social media space, it's all about negativity, it's about arguing. Oh, oh, you, man, oh, oh, man, you, you, motherfucker, motherfucker, I just can't do that. Vance Silk cannot do that. That's not what I do. I don't understand why. For instance, Rick Ross, the rapper, has a car show. So does DJ Envy. And it started out cute. Thought they was kidding. Going back and forth, making videos. My car show is better than your car show, and your car show is this and that. Why is it that black people always competing? But the part I don't like is when Rick Ross crossed the line and mentions Envy's wife and kids. And now you cross the boundary line because it's, that's getting personal. I could see Envy and Rick Ross going back because we know it's not going to get violent. They're too old for that, hopefully. But still, why, why even... Are we doing this? They're, they're, I mean, unless they was cross-promoting each other car show. Yes, I can understand. Envy showed up at Rick Ross show, and Rick Ross showed up at Envy show, and they just cross-promote. But it seemed like our people and our race of people, we just seem to be in competition or knocking each other down, bad-mouthing each other. But it seemed like Envy's having a rough week anyway. With his uh, real estate partner, Tina, I think that's his name, with the flipping New Jersey. Seems like a lot of things that's going on with that. So I'm not here to bag Envy. I'm not here to put down Envy. I'm here to talk about what goes on in the power players in podcasting and blogging who have big platforms. I have a small platform. My platform is very small. Yes, I wanted to grow. Yes, I, I wanted to get big. Yes, I want to have 
150,000 followers. Yes, I want to do great content. Yes, I want to have great topics. Yes, I want all that. But how can you compete unless you bickering and bitching and fighting and screaming against each other and you want to go at the top person and cause havoc and just disrespect each other? I'm not going to disrespect each other as humans and I'm not going to disrespect us as black men and black women. I'm not doing that. That is not what I want to do. That is not what I want here for my platform and not in my house with Van Silk. If that's what's going to be for me not to grow, then done, so be it. I'm not doing it. But I also want to grow over to the whole conversation with former NBA player, first round draft pick, Kwame Brown who's called himself Bus Life on YouTube. Now, for a lot of y'all not familiar with Kwame Brown, he's doing a lot of great topics on YouTube. And at one point, about a year and a half ago, he was getting a lot of attention. And it seemed like other podcasters were coming at him. You know, that's just like the hate. Pocket watching, podcast watching. Oh, I can't let him get all these watches and followers. Listen, do your own thing. Do your own thing. And then you have Shannon Sharp, who has his podcast, Shay Shay, platform. And he's also on Fox with Skip Bayless on Undisputed. These two grown men are now bickering and arguing. And I'm, you know, and I don't know if you know anything about Kwame Brown. He does not let it go. If he feel he could feed off you forever, he going to go at you. Now, we know the love that Shannon Sharp, the former NFL player, has for LeBron James. But Kwame Brown, as a former NBA player, made a comment and an opinion, as he's entitled to, is like everybody else, about LeBron James not having a go-to move in the game against Denver the last play. He never said that he was not great. He never said that he said you're supposed to be great. You're supposed to have a go-to move. Michael Jordan had a go-to move. Kobe Bryant had a go-to move. There's a lot of plays that got go-to move. And basically what he's saying, LeBron James was trying to get, wanted to get bailed out by the referees. With four seconds left, I don't think that was going to happen in that game. I always say that Austin Reeves should have took the last shot whether he's young or whatever. Shoot. Michael Jordan gave the shot to Steve Kerr. He gave it to John Passon. They made it. True teammates believe in the players. But, you know, Kwame Brown made a statement. And Shannon Sharp got all up in his feelings. On Undisputed. Now, I know you're a LeBron James fan. He was ready to fight the whole Memphis Grizzlies because of LeBron James and Dylan Brooks and all that. But this is the problem. I don't understand how the producers let you attack Kwame Brown personally when when Kwame Brown made a basketball conversation about the last play of the game. Basically what Shannon Sharp did, he went all in about his career as a basketball player. And if they had a bus for Mount Rushmore, like for those who didn't make it and who was a bus in the NBA, Kwame Brown's face would be on Mount Rushmore for bus, which I thought was the low ball, which had nothing to do with what Kwame Brown was talking about. And that's just how people are. And 
respect Shannon Sharp. But when you went that low and you talked about it on that segment, you were it, you took you took a personal route to as a fan, not as an analyst, as a fan. And see, people that work for these networks, you got to learn how to separate fan and analyst. You got a lot of people that like Michael Jordan, but they they but they will show their analyst side, not the fan side. Now, yeah, you allowed to have your favorite plays in the NBA and who you like, but you got to be honest, truthful, and honest in when, in when you're speaking. And I felt personally that Shannon Sharp went way beyond his scope of duty or what he was supposed to do on Undisputed and took it to a real personal level, which at that end, here we come back again. Kwame Brown came back at him now being personal. So, and he was saying, listen, man, I, I didn't attack you personally. I'm just talking about LeBron James and his signature move. If he's that great, why don't he have a signature move? You know, boom, boom, this, boom, boom, that. And, and, and Shannon Sharp took it way deep. Now, it's just like the same thing the night that the Nuggets sweeped the Lakers or swept the Lakers. Instead of LeBron James answering the question, he had to go into, but well, I don't know about next year, the next season. Any little earthling about you might retire is going to also hijack the topic of the Nuggets going to the finals for the first time in 46 years. So, so LeBron James was a, hijack, a topic hijacker because he felt the same way. And, 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 Everybody in this industry from the sport world should have said, that picked up on it, Charles Barkley said it, and a few others said that he hijacked the topic. It got to be about LeBron James. If your ankle hurt, then go get surgery. If you if you have hit the shot, it would have been no complaints about your ankle. And I'm glad the NBA is going to make sure that they, everybody got to play 65 games and the flopping rules definitely going to be cut out. But let's get back to this whole back and forth as black men, the brotherhood, respecting each other on social media. Y'all are grown men. Kwame and Shannon are grown men. Now, I can understand if y'all going back and forth in a jokingly way, in a competitive way. Y'all are not friends. You don't know each other. So now it done got competitive. It done got personal. The same thing with Rick Ross and Envy. It got personal when you said wife and kids. You don't bring wife and kids into no situation. You really ain't from the streets if you do that. That means that you really have nothing to say. Why is it that the black men is always in competition with each other? Why can't we just get along and build? Like when Jim Brown and the late Jim Brown, the late Muhammad Ali, the late Bill Russell and all of them sat together back during the civil rights movement with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at the time, Lou Alcinda and a few of the other sport athletes. And they met with the, uh, the black ministers and, you know, and, and, and uh, Martin Luther King and the Ralph Abernathy and the Jesse Jacksons and all of them. Why can't we have that today? We're seeing like everybody want to be on their own mission when it comes to being black. Where's the black pride? Where's the black movement? And I ain't talking about Black Lives Matter. That's a whole nother situation that's being bankrupt right now. They don't know how you gonna be $9 million in the red. Out of the $80 million that y'all had and y'all only donated $25 or $30 million to charities allegedly 
Where's the black love? Where's the black pride among the black men in this industry? I'm talking about the real men. Okay, where is it? Where's the building up for generational wealth? But you know, I always found out that those who are getting all the money in the industry are taught not to help your own people. Because that was the case. A lot of people that's getting a lot of money are claiming that they are billionaires and all this would have been helped their own people, but they're not helping their own people. All they do is get on social media or so-and-so got a, a, a new house or so-and-so got a new car or so-and-so got a $3 million watch or they count on money. You don't see white people doing that. The Caucasian Europeans don't do that. Why are we the only one that do this? And this is why we have all these debates on the internet. When I look on social media, I don't see nothing about socialism. All that I see with things is about uh, uh, everything that I see is about materialism. Materialistic things. Product that you don't even know. For those who might have joined in, this is Van Silk, and you listen to. Van Silk, Not In My House, here on Spotify. You also can check me out on Rumble.com, Not In My House with Van Silk. And you also can check me out on YouTube, Not In My House with Van Silk. And also, my franchise brand, you also can check out MC Shan on MC Shan Chronicles on YouTube. And Claudia Life with Claudia Jordan on YouTube. It's all underneath the Not In My House brand with Van Silk. I'm getting back to my subject and topic about what's going on in, 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 in the world of negativity, in the world of separatism, in the world of disagreements, in the world of how we can't work together, in the world of how things of our people are so distant and disrespecting each other. All I want to say that I wish rigorous and envy cut it out if you if it's getting to be serious, seriously, brothers. And I wish for Kwame Brown and and, and Shannon Sharp, why don't you do a, a, a Instagram live or something or go on each other's show? Let's break that and let's bring in the brotherhood. That's all I could say, and I'm going to end this on a good note. Brothers need to work it out. This is your brother Van Silk, not in my house on Spotify. I gotta go. Peace.